It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV, and we're off. By the way, you'll see that's Corey. I'm Jeff. Mm. We're actually in the same studio today. There is no Irashfel joining us as uh, it would normally be the case. Unfortunately, he is under the weather. Yep. But Corey and I Unfortunately, having... I shared a bowling lane with him last night you and did, uh, the did. shared bowling balls with him, too. So we'll see how this goes. Thanks to our superior immune system, we're here, ready to roll. <laughs> Everything's all right. Yeah. So yeah. we're good to go. So Corey and I, just long form like you've always wanted. Just yeah. a lot of talking between the two of us. Mm. Mm. Two alphas, right? Ready two to roll. Alphas. Here it we goes. We finally got rid of the beta. <laughs> Just the two alphas in the room. All right. Uh, Dog fight. Director Matthew is here, and you guys are here, and we will answer. uh, uh Uh-oh, my mic sounds like I'm in a can, quote-unquote. Uh-oh. We can't have that. We can't have my mic being off, Uh, especially not as I direct the show. Hey, register sausage. Yay, sausage. But here's where we miss I right off the bat. I don't know what to do. No promo well, code I don't know what the promo code is. I don't know the ad, the email address, the website. Hey, is there any chance registersmeets.com? I mean, they may not even exist anymore. No, I think they're still doing pretty well. I think they're still doing pretty well. But yeah, yeah other than that, go to registersmeets.com. Uh, go, it's all, it's in all the stores in Florida, I think is what Iris said, and it's making its way to Alaska. It's in every store that is a decent store. If, if you are That's a, a good sorry way, ass way store, it, yeah. you may not have, you don't have it. And if that's the case, when you go in, you say, hey, 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 what are we doing around here? Let's get some register sausage. All I got is Jimmy Dean, and you don't want that nonsense. No, it's uh, we can't have that. So register sausage, we know uh, that uh, they're delicious, and we love them. We just can't tell you what the promo code is, because Corey and I don't do our due diligence. No. We just come hey, out Hey, we'll get back to it during the break. <laughs> we, this isn't, we can go back to it during the break. I'll look at it. Uh, I just got done shooting a video with your co- cohort on Wake Up War Champ. Me and Aslan just did a video about Malcolm Ray. We should lead the show with that. How about that, buddy? You always hated Malcolm. No, and I, now you get your wish. He's gone. That's not That's not true. I didn't hate him. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I, I maybe wasn't the big, uh, biggest fan of his production. Um, well, he so. played in all 13 games. He did. For an undefeated 13-0 and Florida State football team, he played in every game. He did. He provided he some depth. He kind of mattered, right? He, he provided some depth. Yeah, he had some nice moments, I guess. But, yeah, you, you have to assume – so far, when you look at the portal and who's actually entered it, who's officially entered it, yeah, I don't know that you've lost anyone that you're going to be wringing your hands about. Who's actually entered it? Yeah, uh, and it's interesting now. We're As watching, we talk right yeah, now yeah, on yeah, Tuesday yeah, at yeah, you know yeah, one o one o'clock one o eight. Yeah, I will say this: I, I I'm discovering because I I checked the other on three sites too, and I look around at all the other boards to see are people panicking the way that our fan base is currently. Or the way that every fan base does when they hear about one of their favorite players deciding that they may enter the portal. But you know what's going on is the kids the, the kids now try to use social media to negotiate with the collectives. Well, sure. Yeah. That's what they do. They go on there and they, they tell everybody, I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't want to do it, everybody. Yeah. I really don't want to have to do this. And then like an hour later, because they've lived in this world where everything they do is either filmed or documented in a way that makes them feel like they're movie stars. And, like, if you're a third string or a fourth string whatever, what they don't realize is that when they type that out, most people go, and? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, please don't do it. That's what I was going to say. Like, any of the ones, Marquiston's the one that that actually made plays for this program and made some big plays for this program. But, again, he was the third string tight end. He played probably, I guess, 
eighteen percent of the snaps on offense this yeah, year. Just not, not a lot. A, it was actually kind of a, the weird development of the season. We thought coming out of camp he'd play a lot. Yeah, man, he didn't. No, I mean Morlock was good, and obviously Jaheim was Jaheim, but mm-hmm. I, I did think uh, Marquise would play more than that. But other than that, you don't look at those guys and think, oh man, that's crippling for the program. It's just none of them. You know, obviously Duffy was never going to play here. Um, no. Look at the linemen that have left. Yeah. They, they weren't. They weren't. There are no plans for them to play. Tafasi, maybe. I thought he was going to play eventually, but that never really worked out for a variety of reasons. Well, right. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, other things. Just, yeah, yeah, there was. But but he had. I thought he had the talent to be too. like a dominant type player. He's the one that you maybe two years down the road will lament. But all the this is just college football. Like you, I saw a guy today that entered the portal from like. He played at East Carolina and played seven games and made 21 tackles. And I'm like, well, where's he going? What is he? Is that just you Western need to leave? Western Kentucky's got a starting position. But I'm saying, like, it's like you're at East Carolina and you're not getting on the field. Where do you think you're going, or is this you being kind of pushed out? And we don't know. Like, right. there, there's but there's there's both of those fronts that are on on display when it comes to the portal because it's not you you have to have room for some really good players. And maybe you're not you you can't tell us somebody he's cut. But you could be like, look, man, if you want to go find a place where you can actually play, now's the time to go. I think it's interesting, too, that we're all having to find, um, you know, the patience to, to wait it out. because what I we, will say that. When, when we get it, when's some good news coming? I mean, well, we know they're hitting the, the portal. T- the 20th. I mean, like by well, the 20th. Right, right? but I, mean, I want some portal entry. I want some portal hits here soon. But this is where Florida State's in a different position than they were the last couple of years, and I think you would agree with this. Like, in the past, they had so many positions of need. So many areas where they had to get better. They had to find plus players. They had a lack of depth and a lack of talent. Now they're in a, they're in a better position from an overall talent base, right? The floor has been raised, and they've got this big time class coming in, right. and they've got they've got a lot of things they got a position, but they also more than anything else, and this is why they have to be patient. They're a destination. They've yeah. won 19 straight games. They're one of the elite programs in America. They were not operating under that umbrella before where they were the best one of the five best programs in the nation yeah now they are now it's like man we don't have to prove we're going to be good we're good like this isn't hmm i wonder if mike norvell is going to get it figured out yeah he got it figured out like better than everybody in the country not named like three teams that's it better so all of a sudden if you are not a kid that publicly wants to throw it out there that you want to leave say you're at Michigan, God forbid, and you're a backup defensive tackle and the starter is coming back. Hmm. And you're frustrated. You don't feel like you're getting enough run because you were a 405-star kid and you were a good player. But you don't know if you should put it out there just yet. You got to know, and we do, that kids like that kind of, well, before I go public, is there a spot for me at Florida State? Is there a spot right. for me at, you know, wherever? Is there a spot for me at Georgia? Is there a spot? Like, if I want to leave here, which is a pretty good thing, but it's not what I want, can I go there? And so... Coaches have to field these kinds of calls, and I know there are rules to all this, but come on, who's following the rules? Corey, nobody's yeah. following the rules. We're not. No, we shouldn't be. We got to cheat our ass off. It's how you win. Yeah. So the point would be, I don't. I think there's a lot of sort of, hmm, well, let's wait and see what happens. Who's who's available? And I've been told that there are a lot of guys that are very interested in coming to Florida State, so it's more to gauge. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. I'm just saying after what happened, uh, whatever, it's nine days ago now, um, I, you were hoping there'd be an influx of good news, like good news. Like, hey, I know you're sad that you just got screwed out of getting to play for the national championship, yeah. but this five, this former five-star, this all-conference member, they're on board for next year. And that just, I'm not saying I'm not, that's going to happen. Right. I mean, they're raising money for a reason. 
that is going to happen. It just would be cool if it happened here soon. It's been nine days of heartache. You want some good news. You want some good news. You just do. You, well, you this want- fan base needs some good news because they've only won 19 games in a row. Yeah, that's it. Just 19 games in a row. I do think that, again, signing day will be a good day. There won't be any frustration on signing Yeah, but that's still a, eight, that's still a week eight, away. Yeah, but what, you got, what are you going to do? I'm impatient, man. I'm, all, I'm on Twitter. There's somebody committing to someone else every other second. Yeah, but they're not all people. I know. They're not like, Florida State no, targets. No, they're not guys that you're like, oh, God, that was our guy. You know, I mean, that's that's the way this works. And I will also say this, that Florida State's class is going to be an elite class. Now, will you get every single one of those guys that you currently have verbally committed? Probably not. The odds would probably say one of those guys will get yeah. bought by Auburn. One yeah. of those guys will get bought by somebody, right? But will you get the vast majority of what you have verbally committed now? I think so, yeah. I think they're going to be a top five class either way. That will be a damn good day. It's interesting when we – because I here's the thing. I don't think the way it is right now, we've termed it the Wild West now for two years, where it's, it's free agency every year. Uh, in the portal, and it's no salary cap. There will be restrictions on this soon enough. I I think in the next couple of years, you can already see the NCAA trying to come up with some sort of salary system for these players. They are going to, in my opinion, try to kneecap all these collectives where it's just more of a fair. But in the meantime, take advantage of the rules the way they're currently in place, and nobody's done that better than Florida State, in my opinion, in the last couple of years, where you see where they were and now where they are now. But my point being, I wonder how it – like, what what would be the point – you just mentioned Auburn, and we're just throwing that out there. There's a four-star safety that's committed to Clemson. Auburn's not having a great signing day. So they go and throw Whatever. crazy amounts of money, way too much money for a yeah. safety that's not going to even play. You know, a safety that's not going to even play for Florida State next year because he's a uh, – because he's a – oh, there we got some news, some breaking news. But hold on just a second. Let me make my point. So a safety that won't even play for Clemson next year because he's a freshman. You're going to pay all that money to go get a kid to be part of your recruiting class almost to just lift up the class, the ranking. Not yes, because he's yes. going to lift up the roster because right. he won't play next year, and then he's a free agent after next year too. So I wonder if the money that, like you just said, Auburn's going to go spend some money to try to get one of your commits. Wouldn't that money be better spent on a kid in the portal that can help you immediately? And I wonder if these these coaching staffs and these collectives change their way of thinking to realize that recruiting classes are obviously vital, but when you're looking for next year and making a splash, they're not nearly as vital as making a splash in the portal. Yeah, year over year, that's true. I will say this. We have now seen the market shift to where the best offensive linemen aren't in the portal. Like, Byers was the best offensive lineman in the portal. He kind of sucks. Well, hey, hey no. I'm he just letting better. you know, he, he he's, he's an average player. He yeah. ain't elite. He yeah. ain't nobody that's at Alabama but or Georgia. So, the, listen. The kid at, the kid at, uh, the, the kids from Miami were the, good players. That kid was very good. Cohen and the Matt Lee kid. But there were both aren't good. a ton of them. No, right. Yeah. And, and so that market is very small as opposed to getting the best of the best five star offensive lineman out of high school. That, there are positions where you can really hit a home run with the portal. If you're an elite wide receiver with one year left to play and you hate that your quarterback, out and your coach yeah. got fired or whatever, but you put up over a thousand. Keon Coleman, yeah, that situation. Michigan State, he's like, I'll, I'll, yes, boom, home run. There are more of those kinds of guys than there are defensive linemen, offensive linemen, and that's mainly stockpiled through the high school ranks. So you're in a weird bind where you can find a running back, you can maybe find a quarterback. I mean, Riley just signed with Notre well, Dame. Yeah, we got that on the screen. Yeah, so you could maybe DJ. do that. Um, and, and we'll get to that here in just a second. But I, I, I just think it is by position. The market is weird. I'm told that there is a massive amount of the market price for a defensive end has crashed. 
It's not nearly as expensive as it was. There are a lot of them out there who want to go elsewhere, and they're all making it known under underground, like, hey, I can be had. I, yeah. I want out of here. So those guys are available, but you will not find an elite left tackle just sitting out there. You know, it, it, you maybe you'll find one, and right. you know, and it's it's very very rare. So they have to build. It's kind of an interesting time. All right, so go ahead and flash that back up there, Matthew, and I'll I'll talk about this. It's not shocking to find out that DJ Uwangale is going to come into town uh, this weekend. It has been thought that from the get-go he was a kid who was very interested in Florida State and that the Florida State staff would be interested in talking to. There are other quarterbacks that Florida State's been interested in talking to, but they are not going to get crushed by spending an exorbitant amount of money on a quarterback. Let's just put it that way. Okay, there, there's a certain market for a quarterback. They may need a one-year bridge. Yeah. It looks like it may be DJ at this point, and, mm-hmm. and we'll see. And, and now what does that mean? Well, it means if I'm a coach, I run him to death. He's going to be half dead by the time he leaves right. here. Because what do I care? Yeah, it's one year. He's two hundred forty pounds. We are running the that's, ball with that's you, big five man. yards. If you yeah. just get outside the tackle, you're falling forward for five yards. Hey, read option. It's all day, every yeah. day with you. And this time, I'm not asking the kid not to run it. You're running it. Yeah. You're going to run it, and then you're going to run it some more. Yeah. And if you get hurt, such is life. I, it yeah. sounds cruel, but I'm running him to death. Uh, we'll no, see. look, we'll it's, see. it's interesting with him because we have number one. He loves this stadium. Uh, he his he best game here, his yeah. best game of his career was in Dope Campbell at least while he was at Clemson. But there were two things. So when he was at Clemson, he looked awful. He did not. Well, he looked. He was unhappy he, too. But he also did. He just wasn't good. Unless he played Florida State, Steve. Yeah. Well, right. But he he just wasn't good. Well, in twenty twenty one, he wasn't good. He threw three picks. But um, but we as he left and you saw okay, well clearly quarterback wasn't the issue at Clemson. They brought in another kid and they were just as bad or worse this year than they were with him and then he did go out to Oregon State and have a nice year. Had a good year. So he does he I think people might look at that and, and maybe you want Cam Ward, maybe you want somebody else. You can't get Riley Leonard. Uh he's committed to Notre Dame and I don't know that you wanted him anyway, but don't judge him just through the lens of what you saw him do in the ACC because that offense was so bad apparently nobody would have looked good in it. And he he looked a lot better. He looked like a legitimate Good, not great, not sensational, not a Heisman candidate. A good Division One college quarterback last year at Oregon State. And when you look at the when you look at this program right now, is he an upgrade over what you would have for Ireland in twenty twenty four? I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, and I and I think you're willing to do it because you just need a one year guy. You just need a one year bridge. It's not a multi year deal. That gives you a year, obviously, with Brock to get him refined and ready to roll. Or Cromenhawk. Or it'll be the battle of those two guys. Those two will go to war with each other, and that'll be a great battle because I actually like a lot of what Brock brings to the table in due time. We'll see with Cromenhawk once he gets here. Obviously, everybody's really really excited about him. And you know, I don't even know what the answer is when the, the other question that gets brought up is: Does Tate now leave? I'm not so sure he does. Yeah. I'm not so sure he does. Uh, people assume he would be out of here. Maybe not. Maybe not. He'd, he'd be, I guess, a backup, or he would battle for the starting. What job. would be interesting is would he? And we're we're completely speculating here. We have no idea. He might just be cool being a quarterback at Florida State. It's a pretty good life. He's had a pretty good life. Yeah, I'd say the last run, three or yeah. four years. Um, if if let's say DJ visits this weekend and commits on Sunday night or Monday. Does Rodemaker, if he wants to go leave and be a starting quarterback somewhere else, because yeah. he beat there'd be four quarterbacks in that room next year, and he's not part of the future plans, clearly, if they're bringing in DJ, does he then leave before the bowl or after the bowl? No, I, I have, yeah. What I would that's, no you know idea. what I mean? That's a weird situation to be in because, like, on one hand, 
you can put up some good tape. Uh, but on the other hand, you're you playing Georgia. You're playing Georgia. So it might think, be some bad tape. I think you would want the opportunity to go out there and play. And if you truly want to go somewhere else, I mean, if you go out and have a good game against Georgia, I know it's going to be a different version of Georgia. You could Just transfer like to Oregon State. It could be, be a trade. A, it could be a different version of Florida State, too. Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. I do think it's interesting. What a weird world we live in, though. It's, it's, it's so it, bizarre. I just know this. Just when you think you have a handle on what's going to happen, something changes. Just when you think you're sure everything's okay, it's not. Everything You think something's terrible, it's not either. Uh, you got to wait this out. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes in terms of players that want to come here, uh, players that maybe they're interested in at least talking to. I mean, that's the other part is that not all all the guys that come here to sit down with the coaches uh, are going to get the offer, are going to be the guy right. that they say, yeah, we're settling in on that. Florida State's done a better job than almost everybody of navigating the portal. Part of that process hasn't just been saying yes to guys based on name recognition or whatever they were coming out of high school. It's been, do you fit our culture? I mean, I'm sure DJ probably would. He seems like a good enough guy, but I don't know. And they have really, really vetted that. They have yeah. taken a lot of time with that. They, I mean, I know I won't say names, but I remember talking to Fuller. He was like, man, we had a kid that, you know, most people would know, and we just didn't think he was going to fit. He What he yeah. wanted, what he was asking, it just wasn't going to – and that's how they've kept their culture together. So we'll see. Every name you hear about visiting, every name you hear about interested in Florida State does not necessarily mean – that they're going to reciprocate. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. What's good, headliners? Corey here, your favorite of the Seminole Headlines trio. When we started Seminole Headlines, online merch was about the last thing we ever dreamed of doing, clearly because it was over 10 years before we started selling stuff. But now that we're up and running, it's so, so easy, all because we use Shopify. Like Jimbo and Jameis or Willie in a pink slip, when it comes to getting your business all set, you and Shopify are a match made in heaven. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling I hate the CFP gear, which by the way, that's going to fly off the shelves, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better than other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, 
your AI-powered all-star. When Ira finally got off his butt and started making shirts for us, we needed help. Thankfully, Shopify sped up the process and made us all look like all-stars, and we're all now millionaires because of it. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Minus Ira. No Ira. Today. Uh, he's been fired. We're gonna- Sorry, guys. We had to We had to make cuts. wasn't a good year for Warchant, aside from all the views and all the money we made. You're going to cause somebody to take that. They're going to cheat. What happened? What, what is Ira's going gone. on? Ira's gone. Difference of opinion. We went in a different direction. Uh, uh, that is not true. Ira is not here due He's to illness, sick. unfortunately. We're hoping that he'll be feeling better here real soon. So, uh, By the way, really quickly, I didn't get a chance to say this at the outset. Uh, thanks to everybody, including you, buddy, who came out last night for the bowling tournament. Good times. Mm, good cause. You know, it kills me. I, I didn't realize this. I was talking to somebody last night at the bowling tournament. And I, somebody asked me, how long have we been doing this? And I, I started thinking back. Well, I think I, I started maybe back when I was doing mornings uh, because I remember uh, Marvin Overby was the uh, head bowling coach at FSU. He called in because we were doing a bit. Oh, okay. And he, I was making fun of bowling, and he was the mm-hmm. coach, and he was listening, and he's like, I, w- I want to invite you and Matt Millar, was my producer, to come on in, and I'm going to give you guys bowling lessons. You see how it helped us. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. incredible. It's life-changing. Yeah. And we went in. What a in, show. What a we, show you put on last night. 131 or 136, mm. whatever it was. But mm. yeah. uh, it wasn't not bad. bad. Not, not bad. That terrible. Not good. Yeah. Neither of us can really bowl well. I was a 140 right. and then so a 123. Be by four, no, but I mean, like, that's, that's, I'm not talking smack. Yeah. That's where I've been my whole life. Yes, I've probably bowled 200 bowl. times in my life. I'm always between a 120 and a 160. That's what it is because we it's don't kind bowl. of maddening. And every once be in like a while, being you get a 90, an outlier. right? But I've never been. I've never gotten a 200. I I, I get, I've gotten like 196 once, but yeah. usually I'm right there in the 140s, which is I'd rather bowl a 70. Yeah, you're like, what is this? This is just nonsense. Well, it's you know, nothing. maybe if you bowled more than once every year at my tournament, well, that would, would be help. An opportunity that would to, help. I'd get, get dialed in. Yeah. All right, so uh, I wanted to say thank you to District 850. I wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out. And even those, obviously, that didn't get an opportunity with a team anyhow to bowl, but you came out and you were able to give, you were able to donate, yeah. able to support us. We appreciate that. Very Guardian nice. Adelitem, thank you, and they appreciate it. We're going to be doing a show later in the week to uh, raise some more money for them. So okay, good. week's not over. we got an opportunity. Anyhow, great times last night. All right, so the last segment, we were just talking about DJ Coming into town. Mm-hmm. And that'll be this DJ, week. DJ... Uh, Uwe Ungulele. Lele, yeah. Yeah, Lele. Um, okay, so anyhow, he'll be here. And, you know, this is the interesting thing. People see that Cam Ward is visiting Miami. Well, it seems to me, people that I'm close to and, and know the situation understand that Cam Ward will be visiting Florida State, Corey. Yeah. Cam, Cam Ward is... This is quarterback week. Yeah. So okay, good. Cam, Cam Ward will be... Uh, visiting Florida State University, and and so that is good news. I I don't know if those are the only two gentlemen that are visiting that Florida State's interested in. There may be others, but Florida State is not just 
singly look, you know, singling out DJ yeah. and just you know there, there will be more. And I think uh, you know you and I we've talked about this uh, multiple times, and and if it came down to those two gentlemen, um, I think we'd both prefer Cam Ward. I think we think he's probably a, a, a na- more natural thrower of the football. He's better. He's thrown for, I think he's thrown for like fourteen thousand yards in his career and yeah. well over a hundred touchdowns. Um, not the running threat you would think when you look at his stats, but he can move. He's quick. He can avoid sacks. Um, but I think that's who you'd want. And then maybe DJ is a plan B in a in a very good plan B. He's still that plan B is still better than your plan right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you you I don't. Both of them are upgrades, in my opinion, over what you have, or at least what's been proven. For a single year, yes, without we, we question. Just, it would have been so nice if Tate could have played against Louisville. You would have really gotten to see, okay, how much how much has he grown? What could this look like next year? And he just didn't get that shot. And I just think after what happened after the committee, what, what the committee did to Florida State, you can't take a big step back next year with average quarterback play. You need good quarterback play. I think both of those guys could probably give you good quarterback play. I think Cam Ward gives you better than good quarterback play. Yeah, and for those that don't know, because a lot of people didn't get a chance to see him play at Washington State, and before that, I think he was at Incarnate Word. And Word? You know, these are huge numbers uh, that he – I caught the joke. Okay. It was a well done, yeah. Word. Uh, so, in one of those years, you alluded to it, he had a season in which he threw for 4,648 yards and 47 touchdowns. Have, have yourself a year. Yeah, yeah. Have yourself a year. But the last two years – uh, with with more light competition, uh, Washington State, he threw for 3,231 yards, completed 64% of his passes, 23 touchdowns, 9 picks. And then he also, this past year, threw for 3,735 yards, uh, 25 touchdowns to 7 picks, yeah. and completed 66% of He's his passes. He's a good player, man. He's a very good pla- uh, player. And, and think about what he was working with. Now, that is not an elite offense at Washington State. Uh, you've got a, a very, very good offensive mind here in Mike Norvell, and you have some weapons to throw to this next year, maybe elite weapons. We'll see what all they end up with at the end of all of this, but we know what they have coming back. So if you could get Cam Ward, that's the option that I would go with. Mm-hmm. I think that's the preferred option. Yep. And to repeat, looks like Cam Ward will be visiting Florida State. So now you woke up today, didn't know what Florida State's plan was at quarterback, Mid-afternoon, you're sitting here going, well, wait a minute. So DJ is coming into town from Oregon State. He'll be visiting this weekend. Cam Ward said to be coming to town before DJ. So some, today's Tuesday. I'm assuming he'll be here Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, one of those days. So here we go, man. Let it begin. And you kind of thought, I thought anyway, because I know people started freaking out a little bit when it, it, when the news came out that Cam would be uh, – Cam. I'm already on a first-name basis with you him. And I Cam? just call him Cam. You and Cam? Cool. Uh, that he would be uh, – he'd be visiting Miami on Tuesday. I'm like, well, okay. But he's coming all the way to the state of Florida. I feel like he might make a tour. He might he might do a tour of the state, the, the state universities. Um, are the the universities he? But maybe he's just never a big have a reason to visit Florida. At other this point. otherwise, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe just loves the ACC. But he's gonna. I don't know that he'd go to Florida. He probably wouldn't because Mertz is coming back. So, but it would make sense when you have two schools, um, two high profile schools. One that wins a lot more than the other high profile school in the state. Um, you can visit Miami, and then oh, you're just you know you're still in the same state. You're still in the same Eastern time zone. <laughs> yeah. Just go up to Tallahassee and see what you what what you like what you like or what you don't like about Florida State, it would just make sense, especially because you know Florida State's interested in him. So that always thought, okay, he's going to be in Miami on Tuesday. I wouldn't be surprised if he came up to Tallahassee. And then of course that, not, yeah. No, um, it turns out he, he, yeah. he probably will or he is. And, yeah, we'll see if uh, what happens and if even maybe – 
good news happens even before the week is over and DJ cancels his visit. Well, I know you're desperate to get that good news, buddy. You, you I, they need good news, man. Yeah. They but, need good news. They need an FU. Mired, well, yeah, but they're not mired in something of their own doing. You're I know. Talking, that's, it's, it's like the I get it, but it's still them. like yeah. it's like because they had this and also they had such a the huge groundswell of support with the battle's end. Uh, the call to arms yeah, that came in, the do. call to action. I know do. it's it's still coming, and I've had a lot of friends that weren't members that are now members. Yeah. Like they all got so mad about it. You just want to see the fruits of the labor if you're really impatient, like I am. Like I wanted to see it four days ago. I get it. the The floodgates will open, and it'll be glorious. But you're just you're wanting them to open a little sooner. But either way, going back to the quarterback situation, either one of those two options. I think I, I just want to state it again. Y- you feel better going into that Ireland game than you would with either Tate Rodemaker, who started twice in his career, and Brock Glenn, who started once and threw for 11 yards. Yeah. Like, you, you you, don't know what you have. It sucks for Tate. It really does. But you don't know what you have in Tate Rodemaker. Well, when we have these And also, I guess you would say that after four years, if they're bringing these two men on campus— Well, that's exactly what I was about That might tell you what you have with Tate, what they think they have with Tate Rodemaker. Yeah, kid's been here four years, and they're actively looking out— yeah, you know, there's no doubt. Listen, there's no evidence whatsoever that you should keep Tate Rodemaker as your starting quarterback. Just say it. Right. There's no evidence that he should be your guy. He's been here for a long time. He's understood that play. I have nothing against him. I'm not rooting against him. I'm not saying that he wouldn't go on to have a nice year. He might. He yeah. might. But in terms of a proven commodity in the college game that has gone out game in and game out and done it, it hasn't been him. He had obviously. A, and what's a bummer is he had a, it was it set up where he had a shot. Uh, Florida, that was such a weird game. He did not play particularly well, especially early. He played terribly. But he got better as the game went on, and then he got knocked out of the game, and then he's he's going to be playing in a neutral site against a pretty would have been nice. average defense, and he would have had a real cha- chance to make some hay, to, to prove, okay, he, what if he goes 20 for 30 for 266 yards and a couple touchdowns, and you, then, like you should have been, you're in the playoff, yeah. and he beats – Washington Michigan and New Orleans or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. He had a chance to 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 he or it looked like he was going to have a chance to firm up his footing as maybe the potential starting quarterback, and it got taken from him. Or Florida took it from him with that hit at the end of the game. But now, yeah, you can't as a so my point being, you remember eighty eight when Peter Tom Willis I didn't know Peter Tom Willis was any good. And then they go play at South Carolina yeah, in eighty eight. Chip Ferguson well. gets yep. hurt. Yep. They win fifty nine to nothing. Yeah. He looked incredible as the backup quarterback. He threw for four touchdowns and three hundred eighty yards or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then that then you go into nineteen eighty nine thinking, well, he, we got a real guy at quarterback. Tate didn't really get that chance, which was a bummer. But also, I think we both know he's not as good as Cam Ward. And I think, I think we both know that he wasn't going to be well. I, listen, I think he was always going to be serviceable at best. He might have a good game, bad game, kind of average game. You were going to have to win the game for other reasons. There were going to be other elements of your team that shined. It wasn't like he had a unique skill set. wasn't like – see, even with Jordan – Other than the arm, yeah, he's, got about, nice he's got a nice arm. He's got a great arm. But think about Jordan Travis for a second. As much as we didn't think he could develop into the quarterback that he became, he had elite athleticism always. Yeah, always was... had the ability to do something special with his legs. So you knew you had at least something that was plus-plus. Right. And that you were working with. It was really not. I mean, Tate does have a big arm, but it's not like Cam Warren doesn't have a good arm. And he's played and put up huge well, numbers. Well, DJ in the has an absolute cannon, cannon for yeah. an arm. So it's not like there aren't guys that can match that with actual playing experience and success. Well, I, but I, I think, again, when it goes back to Tate, like, you, there's nothing that can replicate experience. That's right. And maybe he gets that Louisville game experience and he, he shows that he's much better than he was against Florida. And then he gets to the playoff. 
And of course, he's going to be going up against a better defense. But he plays well in that well, one too. Let me too. just ask you then, though. And you start. Hey, we you start can feel sorry on. all we want to, but you want to have a big year. You don't want to take yes, a step back, correct. and you have an opportunity to sign Campbell. You're signing him. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. You're not even thinking about. I just want people. You're not to, losing sleep over it either. Right? No, absolutely not. I mean, no, we just but have to say I, it. I don't think. I don't think Rod. And I'm not, it's fair. Isn't the right word. Rodemaker didn't get a shot to prove if he could or couldn't do it. But there's a lot of people in this country and a lot of people playing this sport that don't get a shot to prove if they could or couldn't do it. He happened to be behind one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played here. And, yeah. he, and he, when he did get a chance against Florida, he didn't play particularly well. And then he didn't get to play at all against Louisville. But, like, we're not giving up on Brock Glenn. And that was a horrid performance. But First ever yes, start right. in college football. But I want people to understand true, that, too. As a true freshman in a, in a, in a game – that will decide whether or not you win the conference championship. No, my, you're a third stringer. You had no reps. But my point being that, like, I don't want people to listen to this and think uh, we're already passing over Brock Glenn on the on the depth chart no. for eternity either. He is not your best option going into next it's year. It's a one year rental. He might be great for you in 2025. He could very well be, but it's a one year rental. Yeah, with an experienced team and an opportunity to make a 12 team playoff, and you have a kid who's done a lot in college football to come in, and he's it's not look. If it's Cam Ward, you're talking about a kid that's six two and a half, two hundred and twenty five pounds, can move within the pocket, buys time. Is he that big? big? I didn't know he's that he's a big, big kid. Oh, okay. He's a big, strong kid. So you're you're talking about an opportunity now to bring in a guy that's a, a, a very good athlete who has succeeded three thousand seven hundred plus yards throwing in a season. You know, and he's done it in some big games against good teams. I know it's out west, and a lot of the audience will assume that everything out west is terrible. It's not, necessarily. If you're throwing against USC every week, it is, but not Utah or right. Oregon. Yeah. So, anyhow, the point would be, I, I do think that uh, I do think they have to make the move if it's reasonable. And that's what we don't know. I don't know what DJ's going to ask for, and I don't know what uh, Cam Ward's going to ask for. There are rumors all over the internet that these guys want a million dollars and this and that. I, I, I don't think that the battle's in, or really many of these collectives, unless you're truly desperate. And you have like a one year window that a mega booster says, I'll give a million dollars to this kid. You know, I, I want right. to see uh, if If you're doing this based on what your overall budget is and all, I don't know. What that a crazy gonna, conversation a, we're having. It is. What strange. a crazy conversation. As I'm we're having, having it, I'm like, am I supposed to be having this conversation? And also in the NFL, there's a legitimate salary cap. Yes. We know the yeah. numbers. Yeah. And when they get signed, we know what they signed for. In this, no idea. None. I yeah. mean, you. I know we have a, a, a pretty good guess. But we don't know the we don't know what Riley Leonard just signed for with Notre Dame. We know I he can, signed for something. You yeah, can guess. I can find out probably. Right, probably. <laughs> but but like, <laughs> yeah. it's like that's such a weird. And then what the budget is? Like what the budget is well, for your portal that, budget? And, and that is what a weird, weird way place we live in. It. But yeah. it is it's the truth. It is what it is. You got you've got There's money no to acquire and uh, retain talent. Well, remember, it can't be an inducement, Corey. No, it's come not on, an inducement. This is not pay for not, play. No, this is not an inducement. We're Guys, not I don't that. know what sport These you think we're talking here about. To play football because they love Florida State and they happen to fall into opportunities. If they once happen to get a, a yeah. deal with uh, yeah. you know some business uh, a, a in town, car, yeah, that's that's just happen. That's happenstance. It, it, yeah, that was never promised to them before they got Please. here. Who Please. would do such a thing? No, no. Seminole headlines. Ninety-three three. Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I will say it's awfully fun. To- no Ira again if you're just tuning in. we got to yeah. keep resetting that. Ira's out today. Should be back next week. Next week at this time, you'll be probably... National Signing Day Eve. Yeah, satiated, right? You'll probably feel like you have what you need in the way of good or bad news to... 
Well, I don't want bad news. I don't want to be satiated with bad news. No, but, yes. but, I, but you'll know things. Right yes, now, correct. you don't what yeah. the, what's irking you, I can tell, is you're in limbo. Mm. Nobody yeah. likes to be in limbo, man. I'm not in limbo good, like bad, who's who's constant. on the team? Who's still on the team that's gonna play in the Orange Bowl? Like we don't know anything. <laughs> you're making it sound like half the team as is no longer in existence. Well, it's I just we there. don't like it's it's just bizarre that like so only Johnny has come out and said he's definitely not he's going pro and he's not playing. What if they're all gonna play but but what him? If, that would be something. It that would be incredible. That would be awesome. That would be very surprising. But it would be awesome. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either, but it would be awesome don't, if it did. Don't get your hopes up. Okay. All right. That's what you're telling people. I'm just trying to let you know there's a there's a chance that they don't play. I mean, anymore, this is the way it works. Look around college football. That's one thing that's happened with the playoff in general is all the other bowls become exhibition games, which yes. in a way they always were. Somebody phrased this to me the other night that I thought was a good way of looking at it. It's a preseason game for next year. Yeah. That's what Georgia-Florida State is going to be. It's a preseason game for next year. You get a look at a lot of young guys that might be a part of the the two deep next season that probably didn't get a lot of chance to play this year. So in that way, you can get really excited because if you view it as, all right, look, we also know this. Bowl games do not, from year over year, portend of the kind of season you're going to have. Like to you, anything. Yeah, like you could, you could win a big game and then go next year and lose your first two games. Yeah. Or you could lose a game that you thought was really important at the time and have a great season the next year. We, we know this. Um, so what I'm curious about, though, is that the guys that play, and they play a significant role in the game, uh, these are kids that I talked about they elevated the talent of the floor. And if Hakeem Williams is healthy and he's out there playing for you and you have a healthy Destin Hill who really, unfortunately, wasn't much of a target earlier in the year, yeah, then, then he got hurt. hurt. Yeah. So you got that kid. I don't know. We'll see if Vendravius Jacobs has got his head on right, but he's a playmaker as well. There are a lot of guys that all of a sudden you can watch play that will be back next year and will be a big part of what you're trying to do offensively and you get excited about. Same goes for you know defensive players. they got a lot of young talent in the secondary. Yeah, You'll get an opportunity in this game. There may be a lot of mistakes because of it. Maybe a, a sloppier game with both teams playing so many young guys. But at least you'll see, okay, well, these are the guys that we're counting on coming into next year in addition to whomever we bring in the portal and whoever's coming in this class. It still sucks. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, but that's what these games have been relegated to. No, I mean, uh, it's ridiculous that this is what th – the Florida State has been relegated to a preseason exhibition game as opposed to where they deserve and where they earn the right to be. That's all. It just I, – I, I had Bill, Bill from CP. I was talking to him last night, and he said he's madder now than he was when it happened. Like, he can't shake the anger. And especially when you start seeing these playoff commercials pop up. The, the Michigan, you know, when you start seeing all yeah. the Michigan, Alabama, you just get angry and angrier. How, well, one how of the reasons you get angry when is. you see Michigan, Alabama is you do realize that with Daryl Jackson in the fold with a defense that was dominating at the end of the year, that's a 20 to 17 game one, yeah, one man, way or the other. Right. You're, right you're in the you, game you in the fourth quarter you unless you turn game. it over. You but if they turn game. it over a bunch, you win the game. Yeah, like you you're not blown game. off the field by that. At that point, you're one game away from winning the national title. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. When I see that, I'm like, because I watched that Michigan team struggle mightily to move the football effectively against Maryland and then against Iowa. And Man, so we can talk about their about, offense, and but, we can talk about, yeah, listen, they got elite running back. They've got a very good offensive line, although their best offensive lineman got hurt in that game. So all of a sudden, you're like, it got hurt in the Ohio State game. So now all of a sudden, you're looking at that, and you're like, listen, man, I think this defensive line is probably going to shut down that running game. Yeah. Or at least neutralize it. And now all of a sudden, what? Again, we're in the fourth quarter, tied at 13. We but, got a game. And also, like, man, the, the thing about Michigan, and it, I, Michigan shouldn't even been the matchup. Florida State should have been the three, and they should have been playing Washington. That's who we should have been talking about. But either way, if you're matched up with Michigan, they beat a, they won a game where they did not throw a pass. In the second half, yeah. But didn't throw a pass for the final 
44 minutes of game time. And the point being, yeah, yeah, great. That's That, that shows show that Penn State is yeah. – yeah, it also shows that Penn State is completely anemic yes. on offense, and you can just punt and play defense. Good luck, man, because, again, Florida State was not great in the, in the Louisville game by any stretch offensively, but they do have a Trey Benson, and they do have two wide receivers that you don't see in practice. They have two wide receivers that are better than anybody you saw not named Marvin Harrison Jr., who, by the way, torched your secondary. Oh, He's me. the only receiver you played all season. That was the only passing game they saw all season, and all of a sudden, Michigan's not impenetrable. Yeah. So Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman, Jaheim Bell, full month of health, with, I know it's not Jordan Travis. They would have had a chance to move the ball. They would have made plays against that oh, defense, buddy, and we, that would have been a game. We can do this all day long. Yeah, I get it. That's why the frustration – well, there's many reasons for the frustration. But, yes, when you watch these commercials, you're going, okay, really, Michigan? We're going to yeah. watch this? We're all going to fawn over Michigan? And maybe they win. Maybe they win. Any one of those maybe four teams – Maybe Alabama wins it. Yeah, yeah, right. Any one of those four teams could win it all. Any one of ten teams could win it all. Right. It's a matter of the fair, the fair way of getting those four teams in there. And one team earned it and was left out and now gets to go to Miami – uh, to play a, a, a preseason game for next year, which is still going to be fun, I think. It could be fun and important, but it's not what this team earned. Yeah, I'll be I'll be very interested. I want to answer this question. A lot of people have heard me say this, and, and the way I say it, I guess, does require a response. Um, people have asked, why do you keep saying if Jacobs can get his head on straight? I was going to say, you need to, his nickname with you needs to be Get, get Your head, head Straight. Get Your Head all Straight, right. Vandravius. Okay, so we all saw, and I'm going to – Phrase this the best way I can. And I without, beat tread lightly. I will. All right. So we all saw that Vendravius Jacobs was a playmaker, was a guy that had us excited about the receiver room. He was one of the reasons we were really excited about the receiver room. At practice, Corey, we saw him make plays, right? We saw a guy Especially in the, in the spring, spring. He in was the incredible. Spring, he made play after play after play. And he looked like a kid that there would be no way you could keep him off the field. So I'm going to take you through the evolution of how I arrived at keep his head on straight, Jacobs. That's what I'm going to call him from here on out. Keep yeah. your head on straight, Jacobs. That's a that's not that's a mouthful. Okay, so we get to the fall and we figure there's going to be a carryover from the great spring that he right. had. Right. I'm going to call him Vandy. <laughs> okay, so Vandy had had this <laughs> yeah, spring. Right, right. Now I'm thinking walking into the first day of fall camp. Once they put the pads on, keep your head on straight, Jacobs is going to do some things. Hmm. But there we are. One day Vandy has a good day. Next, you can't even find Vandy. Then he's in the orange jersey. All right. Then you begin to ask questions because first you hear maybe maybe he's just nursing something. Like, okay, there's a problem, perhaps. And we don't, we're not allowed to talk about injuries. So we're like, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe he's just got to – you, know, you got to be careful with strains. You got to strain calves, strain hamstring, whatever. And he did, by the way, yeah. early in camp. He did have yeah. an injury. Yeah, and so you're just saying to yourself, well, you know, maybe he's been slowed down. That's, a, that's death to a receiver or a running back or a skill position player of any kind. If you've got a hamstring strain or pull or a calf or something like that, that's a problem. So you're thinking, man, that's that's a shame. But then he's healthy, and now you know he's healthy because you see him out there warming up, and you know he's all right, and you're kind of like, huh. And then you ask Ron Dugans about him. And Ron Dugans says, well, you know, uh, he's got a chance. Uh, got to do all the right things. Got to do all the things. I think I'm paraphrasing him now. He was basically saying, you got to do all the things that we ask of you to get on the field. All right, man, so he's telling me. He's telling you and everybody that can hear you that, uh, hey, man, my man's got some other issues beyond the physical, that there are some things we're unhappy about. So that, to me, by definition, tells me you're not thinking clearly because you're clearly pissing your coaches off by not doing all the things they're asking of you. So it's not, it's not crazy for me to say that he wasn't doing all the things and he needs to keep his head on straight, which means do your work, man, because you're talented as hell. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. He's a beast, but he couldn't get out on the field because he, quote-unquote, wasn't doing all the things. All right, well, 
there you go. And well, then and then you see a flash. I mean, he has what two catches, and one of them's a touchdown. Early. And the other one against Pitt is a big catch big and catch. a big moment. Yeah. He's a player, yeah. but he's not out there consistently. He well, then even, that tells you. Yeah, and he couldn't even get on the field much against Pitt when every other receiver was hurt. There were games. And he's he's faster than anything they've seen at Pitt. And, and he's he just, a freak. And he didn't have – so. but the point being also, we, you got to keep in mind, like, you know, these are – I assume he's still a teenager and he's a freshman. Well, that's what I mean. And you grow up. Grow, you grow up. So, Hakeem went through it at an expedited rate in the spring because he was clearly he was the same kind of like Hakeem you got to get your mind right well, man. he was just heavy well right but he, he was but, out of shape but what does that say about your mindset right he when you have in, your first practice yes. and you're heavy yeah after you've gone through conditioning like yeah, something's not clicking and then he saw oh man 19 is killing it out here uh-huh. I'm fourth string I'm never gonna play this season I might not play here at all what did he do and it clicked two things happened Lost a bunch of weight, got in great shape, and then really gave a damn about blocking. Yeah, yeah. He bought in. He was all in. Got his head on straight, Corey. Right, right. Got his you head don't on call straight. him head on no, straight Hakeem anymore. No, we don't have to worry about it. Seems like he got his head on straight. That's what I'm saying. So for those of you that have been asking, there's your answer. It makes but a lot of sense. I think that the, the reason you would even bring it up, it's like that old adage where if the coach stops yelling at you, that's when you need to be worried. Like, you, you need to be worried because he hey, doesn't care anymore. You, yeah. yeah, when he stops yelling at you, be worried. That means he doesn't care. You know, with Jeff talking about Vandravius like that, it comes from the place of this could this kid could be an NFL receiver. He has NFL an NFL skill set. He is one of those dudes that would torch teams, NFL teams in the slot with that quickness, speed. He's going to be a real talent. Real, real talented kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could be a huge weapon in 2024 that nobody sees coming because he basically did nothing on the field in 2023. It's a matter of how much he grew, but he could grow yeah. into a star receiver, just like we think Hakeem and Destin could be star receivers. Not all of them will be. That's just not how it works. But two of the three might. I will tell you that if you have a triumvirate of those three and they're all locked in, focused, doing everything they can, given – their abilities, yeah, and also the fact that one of them plays kind of a different position than the other two. You, you absolutely could see those. That's guys like the be, three amigos. That's the fun bunch. That's could, going from there the eighties. Yeah, going Washington, nicely done. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that could really be uh, a deadly group at wide receiver. I mean, they're all three really talented. The problem is they don't have any experience. Well, I mean, I, right. That's why Hakeem, you can't. Hakeem, if if some to me, if somebody I know, we I'm just pivoting this conversation. If somebody from the portal comes, if you see somebody in the portal that had 60 for 907 touchdowns last year in a big conference, that's really appealing because you don't have anybody on your roster that has done it at the college level. Right, Portier right. maybe is the most, and he's he hasn't done much, and he's the least talented of the three we're talking about. Right, or in Williamson and all those guys, he the, he's the least talented of all. The, but they you don't have anybody on the roster currently no. that has proven it in a game yeah. and has been consistent Good at this level. Good news they have all of spring they have, to get but they also have so much talent. They do. It's not like you're trying to make chicken soup out of no, chicken. No, that's what I mean. They keep raising. The is that floor. the saying? Chicken soup out of no. What is it? Chicken salad out of chicken. Oh yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Chicken salad. <laughs> There's no. I go with chicken involved. soup. There's no soup involved in all that. Right. No, I actually I, I'm excited about what those kids will be, and I hope all three play in this game. Yes. Against Georgia, yeah. that's the thing I'm most looking forward to. The yeah. three of those guys, if we have, if we can block it up at all, it. Well, and I guess we are wondering who's going to play quarterback. We think Tate's going to play quarterback. Right? I mean, for like, as you talk happens, to me right now, sure. Yeah. What if Cam Ward decides this is the place he wants to come? Does Tate say peace before the bowl game? He would have every right to do so. So why subject your body to that defense 
when when the school has told you that you're going to be second string again, All right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, but I think Tate and you, nobody should hold that against Tate. Nobody stays for four years. Will. And, nobody will say he'll. But even if he did, yeah, even you, if he you, did, you, don't you, hold yeah. that against that young man. He has been here for four years and has been a seminal through and through as a backup. Didn't leave last year. Didn't leave the year before. Um, and helped you beat Florida. He helped you beat Florida. He helped you beat Louisville. He definitely out of the, beat Louisville. Well, no, I was sure. going to say the 19 game win streak. <laughs> he they lost after the, after that. But he, I mean, those are two big wins that he helped you have the last two years in North Alabama. Hour number two headliner questions coming your way. We'll get to them in a moment. Stay with us.